Welcome to the Blind Mike Project. Go to www.blindmike.net for all Blind Mike Project, why are you laughing, and who are these socials information. And now, the man with a sixth sense for comedy. A man who's so talented, God left swiped his vision. Lana, Mike, Gary. Love it. Wow. An upgrade from last week, although, if I can, if, if Hackride's willing to take notes, I think I liked last week's voice better. Yeah, you don't like his voice. <laughs> that's not his You think that's, his, that's how he sounds? I have no reason to think otherwise. <laughs> oh, I'm Hackride. <laughs> I have no reason to believe otherwise. Yeah, I like the voice from last week better, but I like the script from this week better. Yeah. Six cents for comedy? I like that. <laughs> it's pretty good. That gets me gets me a little chubbed up, honestly. Uh, and we're demonetized because I referenced my penis. Oh, uh, um, yeah, we were doing so good, too. Oops. <laughs> uh, by the way, we are recording, for those of you watching and listening later, we were recording on Wednesday. It's different than our usual live stream. And uh, I mentioned this to Hackride in case he had anything uh, he wanted to send us. And he equated it to moving an Avengers premiere up six months. <laughs> <laughs> he, he felt it was blasphemy. <laughs> but, but he still did manage to uh, send in some good stuff. So I appreciate uh, Hackride's fine work it's the same on this thing. program. It's the same thing. That's funny. <laughs> but uh, Hackride has been doing a terrific job. Meanwhile... Um, yesterday we recorded an episode of Why Are You Laughing? Uh, so uh, Carl was on, mm-hmm. my pal Carl from WATP. And um, we were talking about a cartoon, and yet Craig managed to talk over a clip to say, because wokeism became profitable. <laughs> well, it's true. It's like, all right, let's leave it. Remember what show you're on. <laughs> we asked a question. He goes, well, why would you do it? Or we were talking about it. Yeah. Hari Kanabalu asked you a question. Greg <laughs> doesn't know anything. He thinks Hari Kanabalu's talking to him. He thinks that's a hack ride's real voice. I mean, tell What a whimsical land he lives in. Have you heard hack ride talk uh, without that voice? <sighs> I guess that's true. No, I haven't. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, everything's uh, going quite well. It's also funny that hack ride uh, it was very upset that we were moving it early. Meanwhile, Everyone's going to be hearing this episode late other than people on Patreon. So, <laughs> right. Um, nonetheless, uh, we soldier on. I feel like there's something else I wanted to talk about. Uh, oh, I did want to quickly for anyone uh, concerned. I found it very funny that a uh, uh, Cullinane mentioned that I bought uh, Taylor Swift tickets from him, but he phrased it as if it was a gift. He's like, you know, pretty generous guy. I'm so generous that. I sold him tickets at the cost they were listed, which is Ooh, very high. Nice guy. Very high, I imagine. <laughs> it was it was a little pricey, but uh, not 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 what some people were paying. That's for damn sure. So I do appreciate his efforts. What a gift! What a guy! Yeah, what a guy! <laughs> He's like, yeah, I gave it to him. <laughs> I gave I gave you money. That was my gift to you. <laughs> um. Well, very, uh, in our world, a very important article dropped yesterday, although I didn't see a ton of attention about, I saw a few like comedians tweet about it and shit, but I didn't see a lot about this, uh, Rolling Stone article. 
I didn't either. I thought it would be maybe because it's like the fourth one. <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot of the stuff that was in the document. Well, first, before we get into it, uh, we're going to talk about Chris Delia today, everybody. He's a maniac who probably has no soul. He's assaulting Ligo Weinstein on parole. He's a maniac, jokes he banned a hat. Start a sex cult when you look like that. <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> I do like when they make his laugh like a menacing. <laughs> his his laugh is weird in general. It's maniacal. It is maniacal. And it's by himself, which makes it creepier. Now, will that intro, I, I like these intros that Hack Ride's making, but will that get us demonetized now? Song parodies? I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so. Like, uh, I don't think Weird Al would be worth anything if that. We we bow down to our YouTube overlords. Yeah, no. Whatever you guys want, we'll do. (laughs) We we bend and spread. Whatever you guys want, (laughs) please let us stay. Um, yeah. So, Crystal, obviously, uh, Rolling Stone. Now, I should preface this. We all know uh, I was I I defended Crystalia. I was misguided. I was wrong, and I've come around. Um. And uh, so I, we all know I'm anti-Chris D'Elia now, but it should be noted, uh, Rolling Stone, journalistically, is pretty horrible. <laughs> they did. Let's not forget they did put the Boston Marathon bomber on the cover as if he was uh, Jim Morrison or something. Oh, yeah, with the, you know, the, the whole, they had the fans going and make him look nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get Joe Carr in makeup, if you could. <laughs> Please. Um, yeah, so, you know, I'm not saying they're the, the beacon of journalism. But uh, and they did pretty much just steal all of this from uh, that documentary. I think uh, the Crystalia problem. But I do think there's some interesting stuff in here, um, particularly that the FBI is looking into Crystalia. Uh, so let's hear some of these allegations. I know we talked about it when the documentary came out, but it's always fun to revisit. Um, several women alleged that Delia took advantage of the godlike status he had with his fans for personal <laughs> sexual gratification. <laughs> Dangling tickets to his show, at least one woman who claims Delia outright asked if she would perform a sexual favor in exchange for the free seat. I think the biggest crime mentioned in that sentence is that anyone looked at Chris Delia as a god. No shit. We we bow before you, oh emperor. Meanwhile, we just go, I talk like this. It's silly. This is my punchline. It's a voice. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> I am doing silly voices. (laughs) This is a one sip coffee original idea. Oh, what a god! (laughs) Nothing can hurt him. Man, is that that can't be a mere mortal up there? The fact that he's evaded charges through all this, though, is kind of (laughs) godlike. Uh, well, he was he was pretty careful for as sloppy as he was with a lot of things, he was also careful. Like, I think he was. Because grooming is not technically illegal, right? There's no charges they could get him on for that. Um, is it not? I don't know. And if you're, uh, well, I guess if he's soliciting uh, pictures from a minor, then that would be illegal. But if he's just keeping up a relationship with them till they turn eighteen, I don't know. You couldn't. What could you get him for? All right, I'm going to type this onto my work computer. Is grooming illegal? Yeah, <laughs> asking for a friend. Type that. 
Grooming or child grooming is the act of deliberately establishing a relationship with the child to prepare them for abuse. Oh, interesting. As an action in and of itself, grooming does oh, not... Oh, we're not... This is not illegal. This is not a, a, a legal term we're looking at. Right. As, as an action in uh, and of itself, grooming does not have criminal penalties. Yeah, see? I'm trying, guys. I'm trying to get this son of an onion. <laughs> that's, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> That that's not well, I guess it's because what can you do? You can't make it illegal to talk to kids. Yeah, I guess. You know? I guess. Um, should we go to one of the first clips here? Um, well, let's keep going with that godlike stuff because I want to hear a little more. There's, uh, I, I don't remember if this first claim was in the documentary, but I thought it was the most wild in this article. Um, when she began to cry, she says, Dalia allegedly told her, if you just do everything I say, it'll all be okay. I, I mean, that's rape. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, even I can't spin this one for you, Chrissy. <laughs> that one's not great. <laughs> that's good old-fashioned rape. <laughs> I mean, that's just honest-to-goodness rape right there. Do everything I say to a crying woman. <laughs> As he puts, unzips his fly, this fucking pervert. <laughs> um, Dalia generally denied the claims made against him, but did not provide a direct response to Rolling Stone's multiple detailed requests. Yeah, I don't blame him for that. Yeah, uh, well, ask me if I, I'm going to give you a, a general answer and try to avoid it. Ask me if I've ever raped anyone. Hey, uh, Mike, um, just follow up question here. You ever uh, raped anybody? I don't know. What do you think the Celtics are going to do uh, in the playoffs? You think they got what it takes? Guys, he's innocent. <laughs> what does that mean? He avoided it. <laughs> he dove in the bushes. Uh, look over there. <laughs> um, is that Justin Bieber, my old friend? What's that? I, I, I didn't know that. Or maybe I did at some point. I just forgot it. But they say in this article that uh, Bieber, before all this shit, um, Bieber said that Chris D'Elia was his favorite comedian and would like yep. bring him to shows and shit. That's a fact. I Oof, do. I remember. I remember that as it was happening. Yeah, that was his douchey phase, though, right? That's when he was uh, pissing in mop buckets and speeding. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll give him a pass on that one. Uh. Uh. <laughs> in addition, Rolling Stone has learned the FBI has interviewed several of D'Elia's accusers and potential witnesses. In a statement to Rolling Stone, an FBI spokesperson said the agency neither confirms nor denies investigations to protect both integrity of an investigation and the reputation of those potentially involved in it. <laughs> yeah, so who knows? But it, just the fact that they talked to them, that is pretty interesting. Hey, FBI, uh, you looking into Crystalia? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. No, the FBI just like really likes uh, wacky accents. <laughs> Because if you ask them if they're, if, they're, if they're not, don't they just go, no, <laughs> typically? Uh, do they? I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. know. That seems pretty standard that they say we can't confirm or deny. Yeah, no, That'd I know. It'd be hilarious if they were like, are you investigating Joe Rogan? And they're like, no. <laughs> are you investigating Chris D'Elia? I, we can't say. I can't confirm nor deny <laughs> that we are looking into him. <laughs> All right, yeah. So uh, these clips today have nothing to do with... Um, uh, nothing to do with uh, the uh, well. They kind of do. <laughs> some at, of them do. At one point, he sure does. <laughs> yeah, some of them do in a weird way. Uh, but this is congratulations, Crystalia's solo podcast from last week. Uh, the reason we're recording 
on Wednesday instead of Fridays because Craig, um, you guys may remember uh, Craig's, Craig, Craig discusses his wiping habits on here and people were quite repulsed. And uh, But what he does is once a month he, he gets on a dolly face down and gets in downward facing dog and they just pull him through a car wash. <laughs> and uh, it's always on the 19th at 2.30 and it's just one of those months where it falls on a, a Friday, unfortunately. It was unbelievable timing. Yeah. So uh, we're requ- I, I, we won't get to see the next um, episode of Congratulations, unfortunately. I think it comes out tomorrow. It was probably recorded in December, though, knowing him. Yeah, he does pre-record them, so I don't think there's going to be a lot. I did see a Golden Hour episode dropped on Patreon. I saw my boy Shab tweeted out. wonder if he's on it. I hope Shab's not going to have to give a tearful statement again. <laughs> he just keeps letting me down. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I did find some clips from Congratulations that I found interesting. Uh, it's always fun to visit Chris D'Elia. So the first one, he, I think the first one he's talking about, uh, Glenn Kuiper, right? Uh, this is the first one's the, yes, yep, yep. Yeah, That's so you guys remember the, uh, the A's broadcaster that pronounces uh, Negro League Hall of Fame very differently than the rest of us. Uh, uh, Chris D'Elia is reacting to that video. Uh, real quick, how nervous were you to just say that? Very. It did go through my head. I, I wouldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. He said the N word league. Hey guy, you say it. Hey guy, you say it in private lots. Or maybe not. Because here's the thing. It he might be. Like I know a lot of people are like, oh, fuck it. You can tell he says it a lot. Fuck him. And you don't know if that's true. He could have had a brain fart. This is not, a it's not even guy. a take. It's like maybe he says it or maybe he doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. really? Thank you, Chris. No, that's not what he says. He says, a guy, uh, say it. I, I got goose. <laughs> he just starts doing dice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I never say the N-word. Like, just straight up. I never say in private. Wow, I never what say a, what a, my... <laughs> Listen, you can say a lot about Chris. And when the FBI is investigating, they should know he does a lot of things wrong. But it's a bold, it's bold of him to go out on this limb. <laughs> I don't say the N word. <laughs> Ooh, hold for a Chris. Slow down. Hold for applause. Uh, Chris, but have you ever thought about it? I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. <laughs> he just turns on the FBI talking points. He's, he's very bold. Yeah. Listen, folks, I don't say the N word. <laughs> I just think it really hard at people that upset me. <laughs> Friends, never say it as a joke, and I just don't say it. It's not part of my vocabulary. If I was doing the the thing, right, and I'm going to say, oh, here it comes in my head. Like, we had a fantastic day today. Oh, God, I got to say the Negro League thing. I hope that I got to say it right. Oh, no, if I don't. And then as I'm saying, as I'm saying Negro, I say, whoopsie. And I'm thinking Negro so much. Got to say Negro. Can't say, uh. And then if you think at the last second before you're about to say it, can't say, uh, can't say Negro, got to say, oh, and you say, and you go, oh, oh, for fucks. This is, this guy shouldn't, I don't know if this guy should be fired. I get that you have to kind of maybe suspend you know him. Which he is, talks like, uh, maybe you might've just said this, Craig, but I don't know if it was specifically what I'm thinking of. He talks like a child when they, ha- what they, they have, what they think is a really good story. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, and, and then, and then they did this thing where oh, it was really funny and they sweat around and then he did this. And I was such a good boy that my dad got me a bag of Funyuns. He can't catch his breath with how excited he is to right. get this, this thought out. Exactly. What they're doing. But this is who has to be fired. The guy next to him. Hold on. Rewind. First of all, I love that Chris D'Elia in this, in this 
current time is calling for someone's job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris, there's a little, uh, there's an old adage about glass houses. <laughs> maybe, maybe you don't want someone peering in yours. You shouldn't be uh, dictating who should be fired. And he also has the weirdest take on which one of these gentlemen should lose their job. I get that you have to kind of maybe suspend it, which is what they're doing. Oh, go back a little is, bit. I'm sorry. Go back further. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, for fucks. This is, this guy shouldn't, I don't know if this guy should be fired. I get that you have to kind of maybe suspend it, which is, got to say it right. Oh no, if I don't. And then as I'm saying, as I'm saying Negro, I say, whoopsie. And I'm thinking Negro so much. Got to say Negro. Can't say, uh. And then if you think at the last second before you're about to say it, can't say, uh, can't say Negro, got to say, oh, and you say, and you go, oh, oh, for fucks. This is, this guy shouldn't, I don't know if this guy should be fired. I get that you have to kind of maybe suspend it, which is what they're doing, but this is who has to be fired. The guy next to him. Did <laughs> anyone like, have that take that Dallas Braden should be fired for that? <laughs> he was, I think just was like, well, there's no way I heard what I just heard. He was, he, he was petrified. He was like, what the fuck? The best part, though, is Dallas Braden, uh, as as the guy says that, is just pounding his chest like, word up, dude. <laughs> if you watch it, it's very funny. Well, Chris Lee is like, yeah, you know who should be fired, not the guy who said it. So why? It doesn't make any sense. It's just something he thought at the end of this incoherent rambling. But he tells us what Dallas Braden should have done that would have made the situation a lot better. Yeah, you know, Dallas Braden, the guy who in, immediately was like, I want to be anywhere but this broadcast right now. He should be fired. I have Jared Carabas' number. I should text him this. Hey, pass this along to Dallas for me. You should. You should. <laughs> yes. Hey, guy. How did you not go on live TV? The guy says the N-word. You just go. You don't just go, oh. That would have been me, dude. Here's me next to him. We had a phenomenal day today. <laughs> League Museum. Oh. And Arthur Bryant's Oh, barbecue. shit, man. Oh, I have nothing to do with that. This guy's made a... Wow. Yeah, so after everything uh, Chris D'Elia has been through, his one takeaway was, what I would do is throw my partner under the bus immediately and distance myself. I would draw more attention to the thing that he definitely accidentally said. <laughs> I would immediately not have his back. After, you know, listen... I've been through my thing, and what what I learned is that I would immediately not have this guy's back at all. <laughs> I would run away as fast as I could. <laughs> um, back to this article real quick. Here's a fun little excerpt. Please. Uh, Delia allegedly expected his, quote, girls, as he called the women he was sexting with, to send over explicit photos and videos instantaneously. Uh, again, I got to blame Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. You don't need to put girls in quotes. That's not as menacing as they want it to be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they are girls. <laughs> that's not... I think that's why it's in quotations. His girls, quote unquote. <laughs> like, it's not like they're actually dogs, and he, that's his code name for them. <laughs> I think it's more like... <laughs> I understand. I understand. I'm just saying. They want uh -huh. it to be... They're, they're, it's already a villainous story. They don't need to add, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um. Uh, he would af ask them to send over explicit photos and videos instantaneously. Otherwise, he'd berate or ignore them as a form of punishment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm punishing you. <laughs> you're, you're <in> <laughs> now I will not speak. You're in trouble. But uh, he does like the movie Twilight. Oh, 
Boy, Craig is a he's a master of the segue today. He sure does like the movie Twilight. It's probably <laughs> how he beds a lot of these teenagers. Exactly. This this is you might think I'm taking this out of context. It's just out of nowhere. This pops out of his mouth. I'll tell you one thing about Twilight, man. <laughs> I gotta hand it to the fucking the way that they made that movie. And it's 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 good. And it and it's good. And that's it, dude. <laughs> a very a very bold stance. <laughs> uh Twilight, you know that movie that was really successful? It's pretty good. Can you when did the first Twilight come out? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'll do you one better. When did the last Twilight come out? Uh was it how many were there? I don't know, three, I think. Four. Twilight three. Twenty ten. For the third 2010? one. Uh let's go four. Uh twenty eleven. Okay, all right. Twilight <laughs> five. So uh, Chris D'Elia had a news flash in a time period as old as one of his texting buddies. Twilight has been released, <laughs> and uh, it's good. It's not bad. Uh, first one was two thousand eight. Okay, good. So this is a timely thought. So he watched it on the plane. That's what made it uh, pop into his mind. Yeah, fifteen-year-old movie. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, let's let's play that again because I want to hear him say how much respect he has for as if you would think Rolling Stone was covering Twilight this week, like Twilight was under fire, and Crystalia has to come to their aid. I'll tell you one thing about Twilight, man. I gotta hand it to the fucking the way that they made that movie, and it's 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 good, and it and it's good, and that's it, dude. To comply, the women claim they had to be glued to their phones, <laughs> rushing to public restrooms, and even pulling over on the side of the road to fulfill his requests. Now that's not good. We're playing a little game of good, not good here today. Twilight good? <laughs> that allegation, not so good. I don't care where you fucking are right now. Show me your box. Ah. Can you imagine being a 17-year-old girl and... You are not the needy one in the relationship with a 40 year old man. How many women was he talking to? It's like, how you can't just like wait till later. Dude? He had hoes in different area codes, man. The guy had to come in different time zones. <laughs> oh, it's gross. He's probably so itchy. Um, well, uh, by the way, like uh, that's the, the craziest part is a lot of this was still happening up until back to rehab, I guess, Chrissy. A frequent uh, request was that Wolf had to get on her knees and say that she was nothing. Yeah, I mean, like, if if both parties are into that, that's terrific. But if the girl is weeping openly, maybe, maybe say, well, is this part of it, young lady, or are you actually upset with this? Do you, Which, do you think Delia would throw on like a leather jacket, go out and claim he was a vampire? That's how he got these girls. <laughs> the, and it was, he's thinking, he's like, hey, I bet this shit doesn't come to Taylor Lautner, you know? I'm Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> but uh, he continues with Twilight here. Yeah, so he, he was very obsessed with this movie. It came out uh, well over a decade ago. And he's come to the conclusion. By the way, he was talking about it like it's Citizen Kane. But he's like, I got to give it to that movie. I mean, jeez. Boy, the way it was made. Has anyone ever talked about the way Twilight was made? God made for children. Godfather, Twilight. <laughs> All the greats. Yeah. 
Um, love Rob Pattinson. Uh, love Taylor Lautner. Uh, attractive right. as shit. Um, it was okay. You know, the movie was good. Too gray. And I should be in it. What I don't get. <laughs> oh, what a horrible thought. <laughs> Wolf and Emma. First of all, it doesn't. It's manic. He's, he yeah. goes on this uh, uh, rant about how great Twilight is. And then he's like, yeah, it was okay. And then you'll remember, he'll, he'll say, I really mm. got to give it to him for how they made that movie. It's good, dude. And then he, say, then he shits on the coloring. <laughs> it's like, well, that's how they made it. Uh, Wolf and Emma say when they tried to break things off with Dalia, he would make suicidal statements and plead with them to stay, insisting I'm they would kill myself, <laughs> insisting that they were the I only swear I'm going to kill myself if you don't kiss me. You're the only one that gets me. <laughs> That's what he would say to them. Oh, my God. What a child this fucking guy is. <laughs> if you don't send me your boobs, I'm going to jump off that building. <laughs> These poor girls. I. <laughs> these girls are dealing with a child. <laughs> like they are babysitting a child. Be on your phone all the time in case I need to talk to you. And I will kill myself <laughs> if you don't text me back. <laughs> okay, mom, you'll drop me off at the mall uh, and I'll be home at 11. <laughs> it's a fucking baby. Oh, <laughs> uh. Man, listen, I've been uh, I've been suicidal before, and uh, anyone anyone else that feels that way should definitely talk to someone. I found therapy to be uh, very helpful, but uh, I was never in those moments uh, because a, a girl wouldn't jerk me off at my command. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess that's it. I gotta fucking off myself now. <laughs> I didn't know his dad was a uh, a Hollywood producer and director. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. Um, you know, he got some minor acting roles because his dad's like a big time producer, but yeah, I don't know if he's a big time producer, but he's on some, he's on some shows. Yeah. He's a gross, gross person. Now this next, this next clip is two minutes long, but it has a misleading title. I was like looking for a drop. Okay. <laughs> it was a, uh, this would be a good drop or something. Oh, oh, no, I, I just think this might, you know, we might play this again at some point. <laughs> this is this two minute video. <laughs> That's what two was, minutes. Yes. I must have timestamped it wrong. Fuck. Let's see. I started at the right place. Let's fire away. <laughs> yes, dude. I do what I want. I do what I want, dude. That's, all, that's, all, that's all I wanted to play for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let me see it again. Let me hear it again. <laughs> yes, dude. I do what I want. I do what I want, dude. You should do what you want, too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> Maybe in the outro, even. I do what I want, dude. I do what I want. Yes, I would like dude, that played in court, please, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> uh, your Honor, while uh, your, cl your client here went to rehab a few months ago, this was said just five days ago on the Congratulations podcast. Yes, dude. I do what I want. I do what I want, dude. You should do what you want, too. In no sense well, of the word... Well, well. <laughs> in no sense of the word is my life the same, Emma says. I will always struggle with figuring out what feels normal in a relationship because of it. I'm not sure Dalia will ever fully understand the scope of what he has done to a lot of women. Chris, response? Yes, dude. I do what I want. I do what I want, dude. You should do what you want, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
I do what I want. And you should do what you want to. <laughs> if, if anything, I am a perfect example of what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, follow my lead. <laughs> Disgraced comedian Chris D'Elia. <laughs> oh, this, this even brings up the, uh, that, um, that little documentary. Yeah, they mentioned it, which I was actually happy to see because, you know, often uh, these people just steal the, the credit, basically, and don't give credit where it's due. But uh, they did credit our boy Kyle Anderson and the problem, the Chris D'Elia problem. Uh, he, uh, D'Elia played heavily into his join our cult merchandise. He was their fearful leader or daddy. His followers yeah, well, were his babies. People should, people should have known when on the back it said, no, seriously. <laughs> yes, dude, I do what I want. <laughs> I do what I want, dude. You should do what you want, too. Yeah. Good <laughs> words to live by. <laughs> I, 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 Craig cut it off. Of course, he goes on to say, regardless of consent, <laughs> <laughs> no matter who it harms and how old they are. Uh, the most loyal of uh, the fans were called elders in the fandom. They made art. <laughs> I don't think I knew that. <laughs> they made art, crafted rule books, and got tattoos in his honor of the podcast, including outlines of Delia's face. And his life rips mantra. Yeah. When you, when you hit 20, they put you out to pasture. You become an elder. Life rips. What a fucking loser. <laughs> you're like, uh, you're like Heshi in the Soprano where you're like, you're involved, but not really, you know? <laughs> yes, dude. I do what I want. I do what I want, dude. You should do what you want too. <laughs> okay. That makes more sense. Cause I was like two minutes. Of a no, no, no. I must have timestamped it wrong. That was all I wanted. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Um, oh, uh, great. I love your title sometimes. <laughs> great podcasting and fun irony. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't want to cut it off into two clips, but we, I first wanted to cut it because, uh, this is, I mean, <sighs> today I was going to, you know, radio has the Marconi award. Is there a podcasting award? Because this segment deserves it. And then he goes into a little, he mentions a little something that might be funny now that the uh, Rolling Stone article has dropped. Oh, this is what happened. Uh, a hotel manager, a Hilton hotel manager was arrested and charged Friday for entering a guest room and sucking on a customer's toes. <laughs> David Neal, 52, was charged in an aggravated burglary and sulfur. All right, suck on his toes. So, so, so check it out, dude. So this is what happened, right? Why'd you pause? <laughs> oh, all right, there we are. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, he's going into a bit. Now, just remember here, people are listening to this. Like, you know, he gets a decent amount of views on YouTube, but a lot of people listen to podcasts still. And it is still playing mm. for those of you listening to our podcast. He's making dumb faces. Okay. What is this even about? I forgot. I don't remember. <laughs> He's sucking on an underage titty. I what? Think. Oh fuck! Ah, freeze! Oh shit, dude! Yo, go back to the beginning. Is... Go back to the beginning. <laughs> this act out is can't be worth it. I want to hear it again what he's talking about. Some uh, hotel manager came in and sucked on a guest's toes. Why does he do this? Hey, dude, give us a little play-by-play, Craig. All right. I... Oh, this is what happened. Uh, a hotel manager, a Hilton hotel manager, was arrested and charged Friday for entering a guest room and sucking on a customer's toes. <laughs> okay, I get it. I have David Neal, fifty-two, head. was charged in an 
aggravated burglary and assault. All right, suck on his toe. So, so, so check it out, dude. So this is what happened, right? I know, I got it. Mm-hmm. So he's sneaking in the hotel room. Yeah, okay. Uh, still sneaking. Okay. Shutting the door quietly. All this, I kind of, this is how I pictured it so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he sees, oh, there's a body in there. (laughs) He's moving the sheets off her feet, I think. Is that a child? He gets erect. Now he's just pretending to suck toes. What? Oh, fuck. Ah, freeze. Oh, shit, dude. Yo, that is. What was the point of that? (laughs) He's wacky, dude. What the fuck was the point of that? That is, it might be the worst podcasting I've ever heard in my life. It's not over. That's saying something. <laughs> yeah. Worst crime, dude. Well, hey, dude, Chris, uh, well, I can actually think of one slightly worse. Sim- that's a major violation of breaking into someone's hotel, someone's hotel room. Simone Rossi says when she was 16, she began messaging Dalia, who sulked when she disclosed that she didn't live in L.A., but was from Arizona. And Dalia <laughs> said, how are we supposed to make out then when asking Rossi for photos of herself? <laughs> See, now that feels like you could find some sort of. I don't know. Are they able to get those, uh, like you know, to catch a predator and shit like that? Yeah. When they say sexual things to a child, is that a crime of any kind? I'm sure it's sexual abuse or assault. See, that, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I feel like, how am I supposed to make out? I feel like he might be able to work something here. I think that is, I don't know what the word is. Like, <laughs> I don't know. There's a bunch of like, a sexual assault, sexual abuse, sexual battery. I don't know what any of them mean. That's what Chris meant to say is that's the worst crime other than psychologically tormenting young girls. <laughs> other than other than going to high schools and finding girls to mentally abuse for years. <laughs> Top, those, those are the bottom two crimes, actually. Those are the two lowest. <laughs> Let's see where he's going with this toe sucking bit still. It's still going. <laughs> Get some money about out of it. Yay, dude. Worst crime of all time. Walked in, snuck in, sucked the guy's toes, dude. That? I don't... Honestly, he's a big pause guy. That's pretty gangster, dude. I got to I got to I got I know it's a story. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think that's the word you meant to say, Chris. You didn't it's pretty mean terrible, it. right? Come on, buddy. <laughs> he had it. He was so close to condemning this guy for a sexual crime. A Jane Doe sued Dalia in March 2021, alleging she was 17 when she met Dalia through social media in September 2014. She claimed the comedian constructed a manipulative, controlling, and abusive dynamic and uh, solicited and received scores of explicit photos of the video of the high schooler. Now that's pretty gangster. <laughs> Malcolm X, dude. <laughs> fucking, fucking assholes. <laughs> Is the most weirdest gangster. What's up with foot guys, huh? Hey, their feet. I have a friend who loves foot. Uh, has a foot fetish, dude. Very popular comedian. Won't expose him, but um, crazy. Loves feet. Well, we can guess probably. <laughs> I won't expose him, except I'm going to leave a trail of breadcrumbs here. Uh, follow. Uh, this wasn't. This wasn't. Uh, he was 
<laughs> uh, aspiring comedian Jill was new to LA in early 2012 when the then 19 year old began messaging with Delia on Twitter. Weeks later, she went to uh, Delia's Sherman Oaks apartment. But when things began escalating, Jill says she told Delia she wasn't interested in having sex because she was a virgin. Yeah, and then obviously things wrap. Oh, Jesus, I'm so sorry. No, actually, uh, she saw his eyes light up and he was like, <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> you know, when the mask sees uh, what's a f- Cameron Diaz for the first time and his mouth falls on the floor. <laughs> was, I was just imagining every cartoon with her eyes pop out of their head. Yeah, their hearts beating like seven feet out in front of them. His jaw hits the floor. <laughs> he has to roll his tongue up. He was like. Does that mean if I had sex with you, it would hurt you, right? (laughs) Jill said the comment made her feel unsafe, so she quickly left. That was the day I learned that celebrities are not safe. Just because they're celebrities does not mean they are safe. But that's pretty. Did you read the quote? I'm sorry, I didn't hear it. Did you say that he said that means it'll hurt, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Good God. (laughs) Does that mean it will hurt if I had sex with you? It would hurt you, right? (laughs) So it'll kind of, even if you're enjoying it, it'll kind of feel like I'm raping you, right? Ooh. (laughs) You going? That's out. exciting. <laughs> you saying Al gets me rock hard? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> the worst crime, dude. <laughs> what, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I just like I like the imagery. This girl might end up being a good comedian. By the way, they don't. Uh, the reason they just have Jill is because they're protecting identities and stuff like that. Yeah, that they don't want their name out there, or they're not of age. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> um, she might end up being a good comedian because that's fun imagery. <laughs> I saw his eyes light up <laughs> the moment I mentioned psychotic that. shit, dude. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. This will be a fun one. I'm just imagine fucking Chris is like Yosemite Sam firing guns off when he hears that. <laughs> I'm a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> well, golly. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pervert. Does that mean it'll hurt? <laughs> Meanwhile, FBI, oh. open up! <laughs> what was that? FBI, open up! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that means. Hold that on, mean, do you have the uh, do you have the uh, other clip? <laughs> that means that means it'll hurt you, right? <laughs> they just they have been bugged. I, I'd rather not. I'm a virgin. <laughs> uh, did I get? Yeah, I have it. Hold on. I minimized the uh, the clip. I, I say, I say, I'd rather not. I'm a, I'm, sim- I'm just a virgin. I'm just a. Uh, my hymen is still intact. Yes, dude. I do what I want. <laughs> I do what I want, dude. You should do what you want too. Uh, what I want. <laughs> what I want is to leave. Would that be okay? <laughs> Yes, dude. I do what I want. I do what I want, dude. You should do what you want, too. <laughs> a virgin? He makes Tim Allen noises. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> His head turns. <laughs> uh, it's, it's similar. I can picture it because it's probably the exact face he was making when he realized uh, you could screen record Snapchat videos. <laughs> His jaw falls to the that's, floor. That's one of the best videos. He doesn't speak for like 12 minutes. <laughs> oh, it would, be like, it would oh. be like if you told OJ, like, oh yeah, the security camera is all over Brentwood. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> uh, this this next one. This is a great title for a video for Chris D'Elia. Uh It's called "Women Lie." Well, I mean, listen. That's that's important to remember. Maybe I should have bumped that up in the order here because it's important to remember that bitches be crazy. The people are fucking nuts, bro. This is why the thing about Trump, it's like people do make shit up, man. Like, look at this. Women charged with faking her own abduction to hide the fact that she dropped out of college. Eh? When Jenna thought (laughs) this was just a flirty exchange, uh, turned into Dalia choosing her nail color, asking questions about her waist size and pushing her to get a tattoo in honor of him. It did take a big toll on me, she said months after long communications. It was exhausting. You don't want to be someone's snap of a finger, do what they want. That's probably a lie. Chris just taught us. (laughs) Women lie. Women lie. And I like how this quote is in this. She says, uh, it was exhausting. You don't want to be at someone's snap of a finger and do whatever they want. Yes, dude. I do what I want. (laughs) I do what I want, dude. You should do what you want, too. <laughs> I well, we also remember that this episode came out uh, five days before the Ro- Rolling Stone article. Yeah, he had a he had a so heads I, up. He got the. I like that like Chris is just laying the groundwork. Like, I mean, guys, we all know like women lie, right? But like, you know, I'm just like, I don't know if you guys can think of anyone. Like, maybe I don't, it, all I'm saying is, if you read any articles in the next week or so, just keep that in mind that women lie. Right? <laughs> 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 Laying a good foundation. Yeah, they all, they all lie, you know. Uh, the, uh, this, this is the good old days. <laughs> well, it sometimes Chris likes to take a walk down memory lane. Now, obviously, he went to rehab in December, and he's a changed man, and uh, he's reformed. But sometimes he likes to think about when life was a little better, maybe pre-cancellation. There's another one. Uh... Don't let your dreams be dreams. Here we go. I visit last year. Safarn. Oh, I should mention uh, he's reading like Tinder exchanges. Right, right, right. There's another one. Uh, Don't let your dreams be dreams. Here we go. I visit last year. Safarn. Cool. Did you like it? Yes. I got threesome. Oh, dude. Right to it. Sounds good. What are you looking for this time? (laughs) He writes foursome. Wow, love it, dude. Love it. This guy's gangster, man. Gangster again. Uh, right to it, man. That's how your boy would always do it back when fucking he was all right. Well, he got in trouble. So, um, <laughs> can, can I tell you? That's honestly like, obviously, what he's saying is gross, but it's kind of the most I've liked Chris D'Elia listening to him. <laughs> dude. Uh, That's the funniest I've heard him be. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Delia quickly began putting his hands all over me. The dynamic further shifted, Cooper said, when Delia instructed her to get on her knees, wedged between Delia and the arm of the couch. Cooper said she felt concerned and scared, lowering herself to the ground while shaking and crying. Jesus. Boy, uh, 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 tears must act as such a great lubricant for this guy. Loves, yes, dude, I do. He what loves I want. a good tear. I do what I want, dude. You should do what you want, too. <laughs> Disgusting. Do you still have that good old days clip? I want to hear the end. Oh, that was the whole. You want me to rewind it? I just want. To, I want to hear that one more time where he says. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. What your boy used to do. Yeah, your Love. boy, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's gangster, man. 
Uh, right to it, man. That's how your boy would always do it back when fucking he was all right. Well, he got in trouble. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> oopsie daisies. No more foursomes with teenagers. Uh, whoops. <laughs> Either don't mention it and run the fuck away from it or talk about it, Chris. Because <laughs> these little comments make you look terrible. <laughs> it makes you look like you miss, like you look fondly on this. It's like, a, you remember the episode of Always Sunny when Frank is talking about uh, the Shit Dynasty episode? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he said, like, he's talking about uh, the black guy just getting arrested and he goes, yep, those were the days. <laughs> and Dee says, it sounds like you yearn for those days, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It sounds like he's like, ah, man, boy, the days back when I was abusing children. Uh, right to it, man. That's how your boy would always do it back when fucking he was all right. Well, he got in trouble. So um, <laughs> he grabbed me by the face because I'm crying and says, look at me. I couldn't look at him. Obviously, I didn't want to look at him. He said, if you just do everything I say, it'll be OK. I thought, OK. Cooper said Delia then made her perform oral sex on him, instructing him throughout and at one point suggestively asked her how old she was. I like that logic used on like a suicide hotline. <laughs> and they call him Chris Delia answers and he's like, all right, well, what you got to do? Everything, listen, everything's going to be totally fine. Come here and suck my dick. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, you sound pretty trustworthy. I guess I'll listen. <laughs> yeah, the suicide hotline has a new, a new thing. Are you a sexually abusive comedian? Boop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is our last Delia clip. Uh, what is it? Uh, it is. You just wrote what is happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even remember. I'm sure it was just another inane fucking Delia rant. Another one. And uh, something tells me she has daddy issues. Here we go. Uh, lawyer, daddy issues. Stop being nice to me. I got daddy issues. I'm going to fall in love. If you're tall, I'll love you. Blue eyes, my weakness. I want a proud daddy of me. Hey! Your dad died early. Okay. All good. All good. Dad died when you were eight. It's all good. Your dad died when you were eight. What? They go, happy By the way, I, goes, I listened to the whole podcast. At no point does she, I, the, the, the transcript that he's reading mm -hmm. mention anything about this girl's dad being dead. So why is he getting so specific as saying eight over and over again? This is what happens when you have no one to talk to. You just fucking just go off. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the weird thing is like I can't even really blame him, although he does have a producer there. Which I don't think I've ever heard speak. So it's like just talk to the fucking bounce off the guy or say it'll stop you from doing this. <laughs> Hey, okay, all good. All good. Dad died when you were eight. It's all good. Your dad died when you were eight. They go, happy birthday. Dad goes, oh. He died ah! on his birthday in this fantasy? Yes. Then she, you know, starts sucking lots of cocks. That's what happens. That's what happens. Delia's controlling side slowly crept out, Wolf says. He allegedly began making comments about not wanting Wolf to dress too sexy, which resulted in her laying out outfits for Delia's approval. Oh he, my god. He monitored that her be the worst crime I've heard of. Yes. This gets worse. He monitored her location, and if she was out with friends, Wolf claims that Delia decided how much she could drink and what time she had to be home. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a guy.
What time? She had to be home. He's not even there. <laughs> if, and now turn in by 10 p.m. And now if anyone finds footage from two years ago of me and Mike defending this guy, we're going to deny it. It, does, it. it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> when this first came out, we were like, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, he didn't do nothing. <laughs> oh, he's a pedophile. Right. 21-year-old Tw- girl that makes you a pedophile? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, that's, guys, you should never come here for, uh, you know, your news. Come here for entertainment. <laughs> Hopefully. That was back in the Hopefully t- that's what we provide. There was like a stretch where we were getting pissed off, too, in defending people like Rogan and him back-to-back weeks. <laughs> uh, well, no, I never, I never defended Leon this show, I don't think. I think we were like... Until I mean, from what oh, I think it was the year before I started this. I was still at KMS when these this shit came out. I know for a fact that we talked about this. We talked about his apology. Was that it? And that's when I that's when I turned. Yeah, because it was February of the of my. It was our second month of podcasting. Oh, I thought we were. T- I thought we were saying like with the evidence that they've put out. I don't think he's I, guilty. Uh, I probably said that at some point, and I think I even did something on the Patreon because I was doing that "Who's Really Been Canceled" thing. Oh, right, right, right. So I probably did that. For I don't know if I did a Chris D'Elia episode, but I probably did. Um, but yeah, the, what, once we saw that apology, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> there might be something here. <laughs> oh, what timing? I just actually got locked out of the article on my phone. Oh, well, thank God. <laughs> we just about covered it. <laughs> yeah. You guys get the gist right? <laughs> he did bad things. Why I do have to ask though, and listen, uh, this is not victim blaming. I know they they felt like they had to is the real answer. Uh-huh. But like, why would you put up with this asshole saying I have to choose what you're gonna wear? I guess because he's a celebrity. That's like the dude. When I was like 14, if Britney Spears was telling me what to do back then, I would listen to right. everything uh, yeah, she yeah, had yeah, to yeah. say. Because that's the mindset, right? Yeah. I'm just thinking if I was if the I, I would just be like I'll lie to the guy. I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm home. <laughs> Nowadays, I would get to tell Brittany what to do. I'd be like, sit down, psychopath. <laughs> yes, well, you would get ownership over her. <laughs> That's right. I own you. I heard, uh, I was listening to Tim Dillon, and he was talking about uh, Britney Spears. He was like, uh, I actually think more people should be in conservatorships. That's what this has taught us. <laughs> it's true. Yes, dude, I do what I want. <laughs> I do what I want, dude. You should do what you want, too. Also, my Tim Dillon impression is just my Alec Baldwin impression, which I we will get to later. <laughs> we will get to it. Uh, but quickly, I want to talk about something going on. At the, just recap. Uh, we might get to that Ray DeVito shit later, but <laughs> I do want to recap the Brian Johnson Shuley stuff because uh, they responded to it um, yeah, yesterday or two days ago. So I figure we should talk about it. Oh, that little clip there. Uh, there were a few. Cl- I sent uh, the YouTube video, but also the thing from uh, Reddit. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, there we go. I misunderstood what Carl had said on the show and I snapped at him and, uh, and Mike being, you know, the loyal soldier that he is breeze backs me up, you know, and, and really it's not like he went on a diatribe, but you would think Mike went off on this whole now, you know, Carl's upset and, 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 and muttering John uh, muttering Jay is upset and everybody's upset at Mike. And it's like the one time Mike finally gets a reaction. And it's visceral hate. <laughs> now you know why I don't talk. 
Lesson that should learned. be in the comedy school. That, I was like, that should have been on. Oh, by the way, we got no go. Too many people reached out to him, I think, trying to get something written about me. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He picked it up right away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we now have a system in place. Or uh, or or someone bad. named Barry Goodshow uh, reaching, <laughs> <laughs> reaching out saying, my friend Craig's dead. He was a funny guy. Can you help me? Punch up his eulogy. <laughs> Barry Goodshow. Yeah, it was spelled G O O D S H E A U X or something. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's good work. This is very funny. Barry Goodshow. Uh, yeah, it's funny because uh, I have no beef with Mike Morse. No. And I'm the only one that really shit all over the guy, <laughs> other than Brian Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not involved in this at all And what they're talking about there As, by the way, my pal Muttering Jay A great Twitter follower Go check him out um, Twitter follow, I should have said uh, As he pointed out Shuli's blaming Carl and Muttering Jay for this I'm really the only one that made fun of him <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he got a lot of shit on Twitter and everything and We didn't even really make fun of him We were just making fun of his website the website is weird. I, like, if he's a normal guy, I feel like he'd be able to make to laugh at that, right? You know what I mean? Like, if he's an actor, if he's a comedian, I feel. And me, you know, if you want to say we weren't funny, that's fine. But like, the idea of people making fun of his comedy teaching website, like, he must know that that's a mockable thing, right? It has to be. Just comedy teachers in general. Yeah. So uh, that uh, that you heard uh, Mike Morse handled pretty well. It seems like he's taken his abuse well. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was more. They they talk about a lot of what went on uh, over the last week. Um, so I have the Reddit clip and then the two, Shuli and Carl and uh, not a Two-Face. Right. Uh, yeah. So these others about, th- those are the two I want to hear about Carl. Because this is kind of interesting because Shuli is like alluding to something and then says he isn't alluding to that basically. But like, I think his message here is pretty clear about Carl. And uh, listen, I got I got no beef with Carl, man. And you know, uh, but I but I do feel like you know the guy the guy I talk and text with is a bit different than the guy that's on <laughs> that was on the show that I watched last night. So uh, you know, I mean, if he feels a certain way, then then let's talk about it. But you know, I feel like he's telling me to other people. I think like he's feel, I feel like he's telling me everything's cool. We're cool. You're my pal. We're pals. And then, you know, um, I don't know. It just doesn't seem, it doesn't seem that way in that episode. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Really? Like I said, I got no beef with Carl. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Carl was uh, generous enough to have me on his show to kind of hold my hand into getting back at going back at John uh, because I didn't want anything to fucking do with it. And, you know, I don't know if, if his buddy Brian is aware of this, but this isn't just something I decided to do because Carl was doing it. This is something that I decided to do to fight back with a guy that's been fucking with me for no reason uh, for years. I, I was not jealous of the guy. I, I, I swear to you, once I got in that job, I never thought two seconds about John. <laughs> you know, I was so excited to be there. Like everybody else on the on. Howard show. Yeah. And so, you know, my thing was like after years and years, I mean, the guy tried to get me fired. You All know, right, I was, but I, yeah. So surely it does have some reason to go back at the guy, but would he have done a show multiple times a week only shitting on John? 
if it wasn't profitable? No. Because that, that would be insane. Why would you do that? <laughs> There'd be no reason to. Right. Obviously, some of it is because you saw it worked with Carl and you kind of took that format and drove it into the ground a little bit. Now, like I said, I haven't listened to Uncle Rico in a while. Um, but like we laughed at that Mike Morse clip. They're not, I don't think they're like painfully unfunny guys. No. It's not a show I would pick apart and be like, oh, this is brutal. Like they're fine. I don't know their stand up at all. But now, if they had uh, a website for their show that looked like <laughs> a comedy writing class, yeah. Yes, everyone, <laughs> Mr. Morse. That's M O R. That's me, folks. <laughs> In a tweed jacket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next clip is uh, not a two face. Yeah. So again, he's he's going to reiterate here, guys. Carl is not a two-face. Just remember that when you listen to this clip. It's important to remember the message here is that Carl is not a two-face, all right? Yeah, I'm stop not here rushing to, do- to that judgment. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah, I'm not here to do bits about it and go back and forth. Uh, I'll probably call him later today and, and talk to him about it and see what's up. But, um, yeah, I watched that episode. Yo, are, you sure it's the, are you sure it's the Carl that's doing the show? Maybe you have a wrong number. <laughs> I'll call and I'll send All right, him, Mike. Uh, <laughs> a, a StreamYard link. So one of them. I'm one for call. two. Uh, ugly. Yeah, I, I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying he's a two-faced guy. I'm just saying based on the last conversation we had compared to this episode that came out, <laughs> I thought we're two completely different things. That's all. As as uh, to paraphrase David Letterman uh, during the Conan versus Leno feud, who's saying he's a two face? <laughs> <laughs> no one's saying that, Shuli, except for you. <laughs> so you're just that's what I didn't like about this whole rant is that Shuli's kind of putting out there that Carl's a two faced fuck in hopes that the fans turn on him or something. <laughs> Right. In hopes that people are like, oh, yeah, hey, Carl, fuck you for shitting on Shuli. And But then he can also say, like, hey, I didn't say that. I just said, like, I listened to WATP. Thought it was very funny. Ryan Johnson was good on there. Um, but Carl didn't completely dump on Shuli. So if Carl is texting him and saying, like, hey, don't worry about it, man. We're still friends. That's not different from what he said. Like, he might have made fun of you a little on the show. But that's what I don't get about these guys is their whole thing is shitting on Stuttering John. But then if someone shits on them, they seem very sensitive to it. I get shit on almost exclusively on everywhere, and I find it very funny. I don't know why people get so offended by it. You mean when your name is brought up, you're being shit on, right? Not that people spend a lot of time shitting on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on Twitter and stuff. Like if I because people dedicate shows to these people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like I find it funny. Yeah. If it said if you can tell the difference too when people are trying to at least still be funny and doing it. Yeah. And just being dickheads. And if I find so. Well, here's the thing though. Is like I'm I'm a sensitive guy for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've now made an entire show. We just shit on Crystalia for 45 minutes or whatever that was. Crystalia is going to respond and Mike will be like, oh, what the hell? (laughs) But if people want to pick this show apart and point out every time I stutter or stammer or fuck up a joke or I'm not funny, whatever, I've opened myself up to that. Now, I won't watch it because I am sensitive to it. But I can't come on and be like, hey, what the fuck, man? What's that? What's what is this? Gee, golly, can you believe they you know, went like there? I lost that right. <laughs> right. 
Right. I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll timestamp it. And then we'll, we'll attack. <laughs> what do you mean? If that ever happens. Oh, good. Thank you. Yes. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. So you don't have to. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, uh, was there something else in this? I forget that Reddit video. Oh, is this Kevin Brennan? Yeah. So I thought, I just thought this was kind of funny. Um, so Bob Levy is on, Bob Levy's in a weird position where he does a show with Shuley, and then he does a show with Kevin Brennan, who hates Shuley. <laughs> and so for this, you have to know the full backstory. Apparently, and again, if you want to say like, hey, why are people saying I rip off Carl? Uh, apparently they did some sort of version of DabbleCon in Pottstown, Pennsylvania this past weekend. Oh, and um, Carl was not involved. It was just uh, the Uncle Rico show. I think Kumi was there and um, KC from the Howard Stern show. And uh, here's where it gets weird. Cause like people are shitting all over them for not selling out. I think it was like a 500 seat or a thousand seat venue. And they said they sold over 300 tickets. So like, yeah, percentage wise, that's not great. But like that, that would have sold out like here, Laugh Boston or something like that, you know, a comedy club. Mm. Um, so I, you know, it, it, it's not like an embarrassing number. It is embarrassing, I guess. If you see if people tweet out pictures, just with no real context for how many seats it is, then it's like, holy shit, there's a lot of empty seats. The the embarrassing part would be the the lead up if they were like, we're gonna sell this thousand seater out. Well, or the embarrassing part is that apparently none of the audio worked. I guess. That's troubling. <laughs> and they, they barely did a show. I, I don't really know exactly what happened, but uh, Kevin Brennan might give us a little information here <laughs> because he is furious at Bob Levy. Date for three months, 250 people max showed up. Kumia got clowned by Stutter and John. You're there to, to troll Stutter and John. There's a picture that I saw. I, I don't, Stutter John has me blocked. Stutter and John took a picture. It's Kumia on stage doing stand up to both mostly empty seats. But, but you're trolling Stutter and John. He's trolling you now. It's just a show, and it was fucking busy. It's a show. It, it, it was you not You take busy. any fucking angle. Were you there? Were you Everybody there? Everybody says. Everybody says it. Why didn't you call me up and find out how many tickets were sold then? Find out how many packed. tickets were it was sold. Packed. It, it was packed. It was packed. Hacked. Ray. Yeah, Ray. <laughs> Buzz off, right? <laughs> yeah, so it's Kevin. So I don't really know what was going on there. And this isn't going to be something, uh, believe me, we're not going to fo- be following these guys every week. We might talk about something involving Ray DeVito uh, at the end of the program, time permitting, because it was very weird. Um, but yeah, I have no intention of following these guys every week, but I did think this whole saga was pretty interesting the way they handled it, because like, like I said, we're a show that shits on shows. That's the lane they have chosen to go down as well. So it's weird to be like, whoa, Carl, I guess the guy I text with isn't the guy on the show. It's like, I don't know. I do a show with Carl. I've never noticed him be different off air, really. He's always just a bubbly, happy guy. Yeah, he seems pretty normal to me when I've spoken to him off air. Seems like more or less the same guy. Now, I mean, maybe, hey, maybe he shits on me privately. I don't know, but... When your Patreon's doing that well, you're just in a great mood all the time, I imagine. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> um, where, do you, where do you want to go now, then? Well, I, we got to talk about Alec Baldwin. It's been a while. Alec Baldwin, and we have a, a game also. Oh, believe me, I know. 
No, no, I'm excited. Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld's going to uh, pop. Uh, big, big star is coming up, guys. Alec Baldwin and Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Do you want the uh, the long video or the short one? <sighs> Let's start with the short one just to... This is just a, a good message. The reason I'm playing these, and I wouldn't play this first video if it wasn't for the second video. So in time, they'll explain each other. Because this video is somewhat benign, but I think it just speaks to like what Alec Baldwin is doing. We talked about Dalia being a 15 year old girl with his attitude. <laughs> come, come on. I will kill myself. <laughs> I swear to God, if you don't jerk me off right now, I will blow my fucking brains out. If you don't touch my penis, dude. Oh God. <laughs> I want to come. I want to come right now. <laughs> I hope your neighbors can hear you. <laughs> I want to come. <laughs> so, so Dilly is a 15-year-old girl. Yep. And uh, Alec Baldwin also is a 15-year-old girl in the way that he posts. This, he, like, there's I no just got my nails done in a venti from Starbucks. <laughs> who are, ask yourself while we're playing these today. Just ask yourself, who are these for? a great question by the way he looks like he's coming off the set of rust because his face is dirty and he's got the beard again oh yeah well he uh he posted an ins- uh, a picture on instagram of he shaved his beard oh, okay he's like, guess who shaved <laughs> you know what else he's been doing and more girl shit he's been posting just the word like a video with just the word this dot 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 <laughs> and one of them if he's if he's trolling, then he's hilarious, because one of them was just um, George H W Bush talking about gun control, <laughs> and he just says this dot dot dot. Uh, yeah, he's a girl. Why would you of all people post this? Because <laughs> he got he's free now. He got exonerated. <laughs> it's that stupid right, other guy. So uh, it was Mother's Day this past Sunday, and uh, Alec Baldwin has a message. For all you moms out there, I guess. Hey, it's Mother's Day, and I want to say Happy Mother's Day to a few mothers. Uh, uh, already, mother- hey, it's Mother's Day. As if anyone's like, ah, shit. <laughs> Forgot to get mom something. Thank you, Alec. Thank you for reminding me. Also, he's not driving, so someone's like next to him while he's doing this. <laughs> hey, it's Mother's Day. As if when you said Happy Mother's Day to all these people, we wouldn't get what you were going for. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Alec, but it's it's January, isn't it? Oh no. It you're you're right. I'm sorry, my calendar is wrong. <laughs> Whoopsies. Hey, it's Mother's Day, and I want to say happy Mother's Day to a few mothers. Uh, my mother passed away. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I want to say happy Mother's Day to my dead mom. <laughs> well, my question is, yeah, first of all, your mother's not on Instagram, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> or this earth. You if you want to say Happy Mother's Day to only a few mothers, why are you speaking to your two million followers on Instagram? <laughs> why do we all have to hear it, Alec? Because she can't because she's dead. I suppose. Yeah, we're, we're, we'll send her the message. Last May. Coming up on a year. And uh, I miss you, Mom. And, uh, I miss you, too. You're in a place that has uh, really good cheesecake. Uh, and 
this is inappropriate. We shouldn't be seeing this. Imagine if heaven just had the worst cheesecake ever. It was just like they didn't get the recipe right. <laughs> oh, and uh, one other thing, Mom. I've got a load of laundry, if you wouldn't mind uh, throwing that in for me. <laughs> Not a stage message to Beth. But it was always been. All right, so he said two people, and he said his sister and his mom. So far. Well, he gets to all the uh, appropriate. He does get to all the appropriate people, which I believe by the end of the list is four. And again, this message is being sent to roughly two million people. <laughs> my sister Jane got two mothers there. My daughter Ireland is about to be a mother. And of course, my wife. Um, uh, and if you guys don't remember, that's the one I called a little piggy. Uh, <laughs> On her voicemail, I said that she was a, a fat little pig that uh, had no respect. And to make up for it, I'm asking you all to follow my daughter on Instagram. <laughs> just uh, just to, for clarification, happy Mother's Day to the uh, disgusting little pig, <laughs> uh, my daughter. <laughs> happy Mother's Day to all the moms. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm going to straighten your ass out. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> he killed someone by accident. Now he's like, oh, everyone's cool. Everyone's nice. <laughs> that is me. What, what if he said that to the, the woman right before he fired that gun? I am going to straighten your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking pig. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great. If you find that message, that was a great. Like that was him in dad mode. Oh yeah, Just, yeah. I that's like '80s dad mode. <laughs> yeah, I am gonna straighten your ass out. <laughs> and then he takes a turn that I don't even know if the worst dads say, where he's like, "I'm gonna show you what a little pig you really are." <laughs> but being a mom is something I've observed lately up close, and uh, it's quite something. So happy Mother's Day. I, uh, I, just, I listed my daughter third because she's a spoiled little piggy girl. I didn't want to give her too much of an ego. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there that I've shot and killed on movie sets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, does she get a shout out? She was a mother, I'm pretty sure. I think she was. I'm not positive, though. Uh, happy. Uh, and one last one. Happy Mother's Day uh, to the corpse, the nameless corpse <laughs> that I've forgotten about. It slipped my memory. You know the because, one that, uh, the one you heard I beat all the charges. The one the armorer killed. <laughs> My mom and to all the mothers out there. Hey, thanks for posting. Ah, <laughs> uh, good, Alan. Uh, that's what I should have done. He's gone over to my mom's house and been like, "Hey, Ma, uh, you know, listen, I didn't get you a monetary gift this year." I have a general message from actor Alec Baldwin. <laughs> no, mom. Who's mom. saying happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. So that should brighten your day. Hey, mom, I have uh, quite a few followers on Twitter, and I tweeted out your handle, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> when moms hear the name Alec Baldwin, they duck now. <laughs> ah. Is he coming at me? I wonder if that'll be a phrase for armorers on, uh, on movie sets now. Like, instead What's of that? saying double check, be like Baldwin. And you know to just yeah, double check yeah, all the yeah, guns. A good code word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, all right, so this is much more insane. This is like a ten-minute video or something. Yeah. So this is what I'm talking about. Like Happy Mother's Day. It's weird to post that for everyone, but like it's fine. People do it, I suppose. This is where it gets a little more weird, and I don't understand the 
point of this even? Believe me, I watched it. <laughs> this will be my second time giving it a, uh, a thorough investigation. Good, I hope this works. Um... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By, by, that's what he said on the set that day, too. <laughs> oh, God, I hope this works. He's, he's putting his ear to it and shaking it, and it goes off. <laughs> now, this isn't going to go off again, is it? There's no, there are no bullets in this phone. Uh, I well, that's what you told me last time. I want to go to the Russ set the first day he had to film a scene with a gun. <laughs> and just see what people were doing. Did they put? Did they bring in like jersey barriers for everyone to hide behind? <laughs> he makes jokes. He's like, oh, it's just like riding a bike. Everyone laughs. <laughs> yeah, I remember you shot that lady. That was fun. <laughs> I am uh, gonna leave a little quick message um, here. Quick? It is not. It's a lot of things. It is ten minutes. <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought it was gonna be quick. I had traffic. <laughs> In fact, for Instagram, especially, that is particularly long. This, yeah, for Instagram, Instagram this videos is supposed to be roughly a minute. This is like all the Godfathers put together for Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um, my priest. Oh God! My priest. One of my priests died yesterday or day before I have yesterday. Many priests. He's kind of turning into Trump. <laughs> Well, yeah, no I shit. Many, I have many great priests. <laughs> Some say the why would, he, why would he add that at the end? My priest, well, one of my priests. The best priest. <laughs> uh, George Days, who is my priest. said, wow, that's a lot of priests. Trinity. In East Hampton, he died. Um, and he was, you know, I think 97, 98. He was very old. And I'm just shocked. Wanted to ch- just wanted to check in again, gang. Um, my mother's been dead for a year. And uh, a 97-year-old that you have never heard of died. <laughs> How many views did this thing fucking have? So I felt like I should check in and say, uh, you know, if you're 97 out there, make sure you uh, you go to the doctor and you get checked out. You never know when it could hit. I hope this takes a turn that uh, I'm not expecting. Like he's talking about his priest dying. He goes, well, odds are he was a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> he was, uh, my priest passed away and... Uh, let me answer you before you ask the question. Yes, <laughs> I did shoot and kill him. <laughs> when you hear the age 97, you think natural causes, but no. <laughs> I, in fact, took this pastor's life. <laughs> you thought he went peacefully in his sleep. He went painfully at breakfast. <laughs> As if Alec Baldwin's always going to church. My priest, well, one of my priests, I have so many. I have my Sunday priest, my Monday priest, Tuesday. Yeah. Does that mean like his his New Yorker's L.A. priest or whatever the fuck? Maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, it's based on uh, region. Um, he's old. No, he's young. And powerful. And uh, he um, said mass in the city in Queens and in Brooklyn. I think in Brooklyn mostly. And lived in. I, this, who would possibly give a fuck? At least with the Mother's Day one, you're like, all right, it's a holiday. Alec, Alec, which is it? Hold on, don't move on so fast. Was it Queens or Brooklyn, <laughs> asshole? I gotta know. Was it my priest too? Don't just don't just fucking leave us hanging like that. <laughs> Queens or Brooklyn? Now we have to speculate all day. Thanks, Alec. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> uh. 
church housing. Uh, I, I think it was like in Douglaston, a home they had for several priests. And all of which were mine. But he would come out and do what I call the swing mass in his temple. Which, of course, is when uh, you take another pastor's wife home (laughs) and fuck her. And uh, he does the same to yours. Yeah. (laughs) Summertime, they would add So at swing mass, we would all leave our keys in a bowl. uh... (laughs) Because of the influx of people and the the expansion of the population for the summer season. They added an 11.30 mass, and he would say this mass. This would be on your, like, local access channel. This is this is truly terrible. <laughs> He's telling you times of mass. Well, of course, the 11.30 mass was switched. Um, also, uh, East Longmeadow High School is going to be delayed by two hours today due to snow. And they're having meatballs for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you kids can't wait for Friday, which of course is pizza day. Naturally pizza day. (laughs) I mean, the word Falstaffian pertains to our father days. He was an immense man. He was a a mountain. You know, heavy, but obviously once powerful uh, physically. And then I shot him. What? He would uh, he would beat me something fierce. <laughs> That's how powerful he was, and he instilled in me that if you're ever holding a firearm, I was I was in a rush, and he made me say forty eight hail marys after I killed that young lady. <laughs> big big man, big. And, big um, um, Donald Desmond was my priest at East, in East Hampton at Holy Trinity. Holy fuck. What is happening? That. And then he passed away, and then Father Days came out. The seatbelt's not on. And, uh, Guys, I'm, uh, I'm logging onto Instagram today to inform you of something you probably didn't know. I, 65-year-old Alec Baldwin, when I was a boy, I had many priests. And now... Roughly 55 years later, they're all dead. Did you see what they did to my brother, Billy? (laughs) (laughs) He's just naming priests that he had. Uh, That one is also dead. Uh, Father O'Malley is no longer with us. This is is insanity. Of course, Sister Catherine passed away years ago. And uh, tip of the cap to her, she was a great lady. (laughs) Stick tap to that one. (laughs) (laughs) The... Um, yes. Father Days did the swing mass. And to all my homeboys and homegirls out there, pour one out for uh, Father O'Halligan. <laughs> Father Desmond died a while ago. Hold on, rewind, rewind. <laughs> He's just talking about people that have been dead for God knows how long. <laughs> Literally, God knows. And uh, only him. The uh, I never put my belt on when I'm supposed to. Um, I'd hate to be safe. To swing that. Whether it be on a movie set or in a vehicle, you know. <laughs> um, I dodged one charge, but they say you don't want to, uh, you know, 
You don't want to test your luck. I uh, may have evaded gun charges, but I would hate to get a ticket for not wearing my seatbelt. And then he passed away, and then Father Days came out to do the same <laughs> dance. Dinging's going and, off. Uh, There's always a dinging in this guy's fucking videos. <laughs> He's, it's his heart monitor, I'm convinced. There's a fire alarm or a fucking seatbelt monitor. Alec, get to a quiet room. Well, you know how... You know how uh, you know, if people keep getting DUIs, they have to put a breathalyzer thing in their yeah. car in order to turn it on. That ding's actually the outside of his car warning everyone around that it's Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I may be coming for you. Watch out. You better get out of the way. I can't, I can't control this thing. Yeah. Father Days did the swing. I guess you could say I'm a little reckless. Um, <laughs> for quite a while. Sorry that Desmond died a while ago. <laughs> and, um. Let's see who else is dead. Father Days. <laughs> uh, let, me th- let me think here. If you go back all the way to, uh, well, Pee Wee Reese is no longer with us. Um, Satchel, pa- Satchel Page still alive? I don't know. Abraham Lincoln long gone. <laughs> he knows. Yes. I can relate to his death. <laughs> He's going through categories. Well, now we're on the presidents. Of course, George Washington dead. Uh, Jefferson dead. John Adams no longer with us. <laughs> Had a house there. He belonged to some sect of the, whatever the word is, an order of the church where you could own property. And he had a little house a little house, a very uh, humble house in the heart of probably the wealthiest section of East Hampton, yes. which is Georgia. And of Bay. course, that's where he would uh, bring altar boys and commit horrible atrocities. <laughs> terrible, terrible things. Other than that, it was a fun place. <laughs> and uh, he had his little house there. And uh, when he retired, um, when he stopped saying mass, uh, I think it was hard for him to stand. What? Why are you telling us this? He's just talking about a priest who couldn't stand up because he was 97. I just wanted to alert you guys, uh, man. Uh, you've never never, and will never met. Never, I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> a man you have never and will never meet. Um, at age 97, had a little trouble standing on his own. And uh, I'll tell you, I'll be honest. His memory started to go a little bit as well. <laughs> you believe that? Um, I mean, sharp as attack for the most part, but. <laughs> when he uh, couldn't say mass anymore, I would go pick up lunch and it would be him and one or two other guys that were out there as house guests. He had uh, priests. And he would always say to me, Stephen, you were my favorite. <laughs> I never knew what he meant by that, but. Who were colleagues of his who were either active and and serving in the in the church up island in Queens and Brooklyn and so forth, and they would come out for a week or two to have a you know this days is painfully terrible, Alec. And I would go pick up lunch. And I Let me clear my there. throat. I'd hate to sound ridiculous on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he have to tell this story? <laughs> he must get to it eventually, right? How much time is left in this video? Seven minutes. Oh my God. There's seven more minutes. All right, keep playing. <laughs> now, when 
he was saying mass, Father Days. His name was pronounced, his, his name was spelled D-E-A-S. When George Days was saying mass, we'd go to mass, then we'd have lunch. That day he'd, he'd get himself home and I'd go to the store and get the food and come back. And, and uh, when he stopped. Was it, was it soup and a sandwich he would get or was it a half sandwich? I do remember he loved the club, but I, was that his regular order? Uh, was it a salad? I can't remember. <laughs> he retired. Uh, I'm trying to think. Was he a coffee or tea drinker? Uh, I'd hate to leave you guys hanging. Let me think here. You know what it was, tea. He liked Lipton tea. That's what it was. <laughs> We'd say mass in the house at the dining room table before we ate lunch. It's not mass, you idiot. It's fucking prayer. <laughs> He would say mass. Oh, he's just calling everything mass? <laughs> he just said we would say mass at the table. Yes, we would say mass. And then, of course, uh, when I was at the altar at my wedding, we had a nice mass there. Just everything's mass <laughs> if it's in a church. Sadly, when uh, Father Desmond died, we had a mass. A lot of masses. <laughs> and, um, uh, and Father Days... Uh, uh, my wife and I were married at uh, Old St. Patrick's uh, uh, in, in I just uh, mass in for the well-being and, of my uh, family and uh, I mass my children every day my heart goes out to them his mom if she was alive would not want to hear this story like, I don't it's know not even about his mom. This has nothing to do with his mom. This no. is this is days before Mother's Day. No, I know, but I'm just saying, moms always want to hear your stories. They're always like, "What's new? Oh, Tell just me bullshit." Yeah. yeah, she would even be like, "All right, dude, shut the fuck up," and then die. I remember, I remember him. Yes. <laughs> Stop. Yes, lunch. I got it. Which is famously where the the big church shootout in The Godfather takes place, which I'm. So why we chose the church? Think of any other shootouts in any movies? I don't know why I keep bringing up shootings in all my videos, but <laughs> here I am. I have, uh, boy, it's a real. It's on the tip of my tongue at all times. It seems I, I love bringing up film shootings. Oh my god! My keep wife playing. I'll tell you when to pause because we'll never get through it. Practice and Father Days did the, um, did the, uh, he did the. Uh, Perform the ceremony. Father Sicano, who, who ran. Uh, uh, who are these people, Alec? In attendance of the, the, the wedding. He's got a dumb smile on his face. Like, like these people George loving Dave's this story. Performed the wedding ceremony for <laughs> us. Love you, George. Aren't you? You're eating this up. Um, I am a Catholic. I'm not necessarily a Roman. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Duh, dude. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> what, dude? By the way, I'm of the Jewish faith, so Everything the, uh, I've been lying to you this whole time. <laughs> the Vatican has to say, but I am Catholic, and I go to church. I go to church, and uh, you know, to the best of my ability, I'm here in Montana. Our last couple days, our last doing what? Three or four days, and uh, <laughs> there's a lot of churches here. I think, but I haven't been able to go because we shoot on Sundays. So <laughs> you damn right you do. <laughs> well, go go back. I, 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 I like this part because this is him. This is him telling us like how often he goes to church, why he can't go to church, and then how often you can go to church. Just him saying, uh, I'm up in Montana, we shoot on Sundays. Well, that's an unavoidable one. You can't blame him. For I would tell, be like, say film, dude. Just don't yeah. say that word. I'm here in Montana our last couple days, our last three or four days, and uh, I'm 
a lot of churches here, I think, but I haven't been able to go because we shoot on Sundays. So, but you don't have to wait for Sunday to go to church. Uh, why aren't you going? I don't even understand. George Days was, you know, I, I would go to church. Who the fuck it was is this guy? Blessed Sacrament. He, he literally just said. I, you don't have to wait till Sunday to go to church, uh, but I never go because um, I work on Sundays. Hampton, St. <laughs> uh, Xavier in the city, Old St. Patrick's, and and uh, um, he's Saint just Martin naming churches now. Yeah, um, St. Anthony's. Um, and I want to hear that person. <laughs> uh, Our Lady of Hope. St. Bernadette's. Baptist, Muslim, Jewish, doesn't, doesn't matter. But I'm a Catholic and I would always... He loves li- men. Uh, Hindu. Um, uh, um, uh, Buddhist, uh, pretty sweet. Uh, um, in Catholic churches, and I always had people who I really admired and I liked to listen to them. George was one of them. Donald Desmond before that uh, was a wonderful speaker. If I hear Donald Desmond one more um, fucking time, Alec. No shit. I still got three and a half minutes I left. I would go to church haltingly. I go for a period of time and I would not go. And, uh, my schedule changed. Who asked you this? Uh, is he on Xanax to deal with uh, killing a woman or something? This, by the way, is evidently his eulogy for this 97 year old that, that died. Well, I would go to church and then I wouldn't. And then. Uh, and then sometimes I won't again. Of course, with everything that's happened to me in the last... That really shows you how great this man was. <laughs> George Days was there. To help. Oh, George Days, he dude. my dear, yeah. dear, dear friend. And it was so I find it to be um, kept in touch kind of like Italian food, where you go through spurts where you want it all the time, and then you don't really want it so much. Isn't that fascinating? Isn't this worth filming, folks? For some purposes, George Days... Um, would send me cards and would say thinking of you he was so 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 good to me but talk about bearing the lead he got to that um, 12 minutes into this fucking video (laughs) you know he just hit that wall and he wasn't doing well and I said he wasn't going to come out of it but he was gone so he was 97 Alec nothing uh, we could do there's nothing we could do I love you father days I love you (laughs) He likes talking to dead people. You brought kindness into my life. You brought... His Instagram is a graveyard. um, The spirit of Jesus Christ. Literally a ghost town. You can can worship... uh, You you, you can... I'm beginning to mourn Father George at this point. (laughs) In other faiths. Well, we all feel for Father George. There's no question about that. You can live the word of God through any faith, any God. But in times of my life when I've been in the most pain... Or when I've put others in a severe amount of pain. (laughs) Almost a, you might say, a deadly amount. (laughs) Let's not forget the other guy I shot that no one really talks about. (laughs) My faith uh, in God saved me. And that faith in God was, was facilitated by men who were my, uh, my mentors, if you will, the men who Dude. Older, I'll say again, George uh, Days and uh, Father Desmond. Evolved and Oliver. Ah, uh, what was his name? <laughs> and 
But there's no way Alec has talked to this guy in no. many years. <laughs> no, he's so, sent him notes on Splenda uh, packages. George Days, I'm sorry that you're gone. I'm sorry to do this dash cam version of this, but I'm running to go to the gym before I go to work. <laughs> and, um, I have to stay tight, you know, Father. Even though you're gone, I need to and, uh, present I'm a good image. something else later on today because uh, it's someone's birthday today, someone very special to me. It's his birthday. God. Oh. And we'll have more oh. of that later. Okay. Oh, this crowd. that later. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Well, I'm going to report back next week with another video. Imagine that his whole intention was to say that, but to make a happy birthday message, and he just talked about George Days for 12 minutes. Can we just say the last 30 seconds again? Dash cam version of this, but I'm running to go to the gym. I'm, I'm, hold on, pause for a second. I'm sorry to do this dash cam version of this, but, um, I didn't care enough to stop and make an actual video. <laughs> I didn't care enough to put any thought into this. I'm terribly sorry about that, but that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, Father. You, you taught me that. Forgiveness. And, um,. And uh, I'm going to post something else later on today because uh, it's someone's birthday today, someone very special to me. It's his birthday, and we'll have more of that later. Okay, have a great day. Wait, bye. What is, what is it? Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> see ya. What a, what, a, what a tease. I didn't see his post from later that day. That's exciting. He just forgot about that person's birthday. Oops. <laughs> someone's so special, I forgot. Yes, well, you must understand that I was very broken up about uh, George George Day's dying. <laughs> you must understand I was terribly shattered when I heard of the death of a 97-year-old priest. Came out of nowhere. 97-year-old <laughs> a, a priest that age had to be... Must have some skeletons in his closet. Right? Oh yeah, he was there. Know? He was there during the prime of, you know. Yeah, the, the, the glory days, as Crystalia would call them. Yeah. But then I got in trouble, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> yes. Um, I was told not to pause this one. There may be a point where, like, it's obvious to pause, but I was given specific instructions not to pause until then. We better listen to them. Well, we have no choice, really. So uh, I believe Hack Ride and Jerry Seinfeld collaborated on another game. And remember, folks. Uh, Hack Ride said this was akin to 9-11 what I was doing but by moving the show up two days he said uh, it was it was like pushing up a an Avengers premiere six months <laughs> so I, I don't know how him and Jerry are going to feel about getting a, a game ready so quickly you call that coffee? if I ever see your face here again I will rip it off and wipe my ass with it that's seven ply oh hey Jerry Seinfeld here we see each other on Fridays for the Jerry Seinfeld game with Blind Mike and Greg. But late last night, I got a text from Blind Mike that we'd be doing the show a little earlier this week. And since I take hours to create, with great patience and skill, and the demon doesn't do deadlines, we're going to do the game a little differently today. Isn't that just like disabled people to expect you to move your stuff around for them? Today's game is only for the chatters. Greg and Mike, you can go ahead and start your gaycation a little early if you'd like. Okay, chatters. Jerry keeps calling me Greg. You, 
What is the real reason the Blind Mike Show altered its life schedule this week with an early show and disrupted the life and work of this connected billionaire comedian? Who does this work out of protest? Is it? A. Like an Alaskan crab boat, once a year, Greg needs to be dry docked and barnacle scraped as he is a microhabitat for many parasitic species. Or is it B. Seeing a chance of becoming much funnier, both Mike and Greg immediately signed up for the Mike Moore School of Comedy and with great haste began instruction. Is it C. Entered a regional cosplay contest as the Master Blaster pair from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. And finally, D. Chatter's Choice. Chatters, go ahead and give your best reason Mike and Greg have to let us all down this week. The best answer will receive a handy from Greg in the alley once he returns. Well, that's all for tonight's truncated Jerry Seinfeld game. Join us next time when I will have a very special guest host for the show as I go on the hunt for the most elusive of prey, the DeVito. See you next time. I really hate Trey DeVito. Well, Dad, what do you guys think it is? Yeah. Oh shit! I took it. I took it off too early. Is this? I took it off too early. What was that? On. <laughs> it's me giving handies in the in the alleyway. <laughs> 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 I see. I was gonna go with A, the uh, whatever called you a parasite. Yeah, I'm getting like the it. I'm getting the barnacles out of my folds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was another great game. The last two weeks have been very good. Jerry and Hackride have done a terrific job. <laughs> yes. I, I don't Hack- know if that was purposefully disrespectful that Jerry was calling you Greg. That's all I heard. Yeah, he kept calling you Greg for some. I don't know why that was. I hope Hackride. I hope Hackride sends him a message. And so let's just give him a heads up. Yeah, yeah. Let him let him know the proper name. Yeah. Greg gets very uh, sensitive about that. <laughs> Greg is <laughs> pussy at Fun World. Says the chat. so. I mean, I think uh, Ray Devito should be complimented that Jerry is such a vendetta for him. <laughs> but but uh, he really seems to hate Ray Devito. And uh, Hackride sent me a clip last night. So I almost don't even want to play it because I think I wonder if this is like fake now. It almost seems it. That's what I worry about with this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I wonder if these guys are seeing the reaction that Zumok has gotten, you know, that the whole the Brian Johnson thing got with them. So they say, oh, drama is what we need. So you put asses in the seats, baby. I wonder, because if not, this is a bizarre, Ray DeVito is a bizarre man. It has to be fake. Well, let's, well, chat, you decide. Much like the last game, you'll decide. Uh, so we'll start with the uh, the pink blanket. Yeah, so like I said, they did that show in Pottstown. Mm-hmm. And, um, Ray DeVito was all pissed off. I guess uh, someone had to, pay for his room or something. Um, I don't know. And they saw that he had a pink blanket. I don't know how that got brought up, but it got brought up on the show. So the guys just asked, well, why? What's the deal with that? 
Uh, Ray was seen taking pink sheets out of his car. Uh, is, this, is this true? Room saying that he was staying on his pullout bed, but the next day changed his story hmm. to possibly protect Tim. Yeah, actually, can we real quick get to the whole pink blanket thing, Ray? Because I noticed yeah, when Carlos brought it up on your stream the other day, you changed the topic. When Bob brought it up on MLC, you changed. What's the story with the pink blanket, Ray? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. My blanket's blue. You oh, don't want to see those, my blanket. Regardless, is this one of those blankie. internet things where does it look pink or blue to you? And everybody debates? <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what, what what happened with the pink blanket. I miss this. What, what's going on? He doesn't want to talk about it. Clearly, it's very weird. I, I don't it's know. Weird. I don't know. That's that weird. That is weird. Your reaction to this is weird. Yeah. Murder sheets? Are they murder sheets <laughs> or blankets? I guess. I don't know. Oh my god! Ray's literally transforming into Chad in front of our eyes. Just angry, loud, and not <laughs> funny. I disagree. I'm starting to understand Hackrad's hate. Yeah, I don't get it. First of all, I wonder if it's fake. Uh, if it is, Shuli does a good job there, right? Of, because it's I don't get what the accusation would be. Like, if it's not fucking the '90s anymore. Like, if it doesn't mean you're gay if you have a pink blanket. Well, that's how he's reacting. And that's how Are they gonna call him a homo? Oh no, you're a little queer boy. <laughs> this gay lord's got a fucking pink blanket. Ew. <laughs> I have pink shirts. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> We need. Oh no! I don't want to get a razzing from the guys. I'm I'm lying. I don't have any pink shirts. <laughs> Hope you guys don't tease me too much. <laughs> this one's just called video. So, um, the, I don't know what the accusation would be. Again, I kind of think maybe this is fake or something. At least on Ray's part, because it's a really weird reaction. Where like if even if he just if he's embarrassed about having a pink blanket, I guess if he just said no, I don't, you'd be like, oh, okay, the chat got it wrong, I guess, and then we move need- on. But th- it was, this is very weird. It keeps going. Story now, we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. What is up with the pink? Is it blankets or sheets? Let's clarify this. What's pink in your car that you travel with? A towel, um, sheet, blanket. Which one? No, I am. I don't know. Where's the video? <laughs> Show me the video. So it's weird. He's not, he won't say like, it doesn't exist. He's saying, show me the proof before I answer. Like he's talking to the fucking cops. He's saying it in a way that it clearly exists <laughs> or, but, it, but here's my thing. Either it clearly exists or it seems like he's not a great actor and is meandering around trying to think of something to say to this. Right. You know what I mean? Like something that would mislead the audience and cause some drama. What are they going to think is funny? And everyone else on the show is like, dude, that's what you come up with. Right. Yeah. I don't get a pink blanket. Who would possibly give a fuck? What a homo. Lying <laughs> about it is so much weird. Actually, if he had a pink blanket, Bob Levy might beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Bob Levy's from a different era. Yeah. Do you, at this point in time, own a pink blanket? Uh, no, I do not have a pink blanket. I'll take one. Send it to me. Okay. Do you at, did you at any point have a pink sheet? No. I gotta fucking interrogate this guy. Where are people getting this information about a pink blanket? A lot of people said it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ask them. Then Ask them. Am I crazy? Is this not the weirdest reaction? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm not the one that brought up fucking pink blankets. Well, he said, I don't know. Yeah, I don't get what the fuck he's doing here. And then, is this the, the big reveal? Uh, no, we got, I don't get it first. Oh, okay. He's still going with this. It, it, it like, never ended. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is 25 minutes, by the way. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Oh, this is um, when some guy comes on. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I think the guy from uh, Insufferable Bastards or something like that. I think so. Um, comes on, and I think like he, I think he antagonizes Ray a little bit. It okay. seems like Ray is not comfortable with his presence there. Ray, <laughs> can, can, can I talk about it? It's not that big a deal. I don't know why. I don't yeah, know what the can, deal is, but yeah. what happened was. Bedabbler did a stream. Hold on, Ray, Is it okay for him to talk about this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm giving him a moment to process that. You, you, right, right. It's okay. It wasn't a big deal. So we did a stream, right? Bedabbler does a stream. <laughs> this is so weird. About this Pottstown thing you guys put on. Sure. Yeah. And we have Ray come on late. After Levy abandoned him uh, at the hotel or whatever it was. <laughs> we also had Cardiff on. Sure. Right? Cardiff Electric, the potato, in human form with a mask. And he mentioned that, yeah, he saw Ray, I guess, getting something either out of his car. I was drunk during the stream, so this is from sure. Irish memory. And that Ray had some type of pink bed sheet. Hmm. And then Ray sort of confirmed it, but then kind of said maybe it was with the hotel, so it was a little... It was a little up in the air about what it was. But. I'm so confused by, like, why does anyone care? Yeah, why would anyone give a fuck if he has a pink blanket? I don't understand. Is that the thing? Like, th they're saying he's, like, gay or a little girl or something? I'm just trying to figure out if this is real or fake. So, is this the last clip? No, we have two more. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the reveal and... I'm very long-winded in my clips. <laughs> <laughs> the reveal and the last one. Okay. Oh, okay. The last one is where I start to think it's fake. This reveal. Now, you just heard what the insufferable, insufferable bastards guy said. He basically just said they saw in the background of wherever he was that there was a pink sheet or something like that. That was pretty much it. Yeah. And then Ray goes into all of this. Uh, someone said they saw you with a pink sheet. I like women. What are you talking about? That can't, that can't be it. We live in a different time. Yeah. I'm, I'm, can, it cannot be that. Uh, Principal Uncertainty says it's like 10th graders attempting improv. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. What would be the accusation? I don't understand. Why would he avoid this? I don't know. Just what is the story? It's, 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 you we're can, all fascinated say, now. It's all, you know. I know the guy gets a lot of shit. Surely he's the one person in this where he's like, I don't, why aren't you answering me? I don't understand this. <laughs> Please just tell me. So I can't move know, on. Now it's weird. I don't give a fuck if you have t 50 pink sheets. <laughs> if they, at least they get, maybe they're doing this as like a merch ploy. Now they're going to sell pink blankets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you just wouldn't tell us right out the gate. So what is the story? Um, I mean, right, I, I don't want, right I'm doing this on purpose because, all right, someone help Are me you out. Saving and it for your no, someone help me out. I'm going to give our boy Mike Morse credit. 
because a minute, uh, maybe five minutes before this, uh, Mike Morris said on the mic so Ray could hear him. He goes, I'll make a prediction that in five minutes, Ray is going to tell us everything and we won't even have to ask him about it. <laughs> <laughs> here it comes. And if you're paid for, no, someone help me out and pay for my hotel room and they don't want it known that they did that. Therefore, I don't want to talk about the hotel shit anymore. That like out of respect for them, I fucking texted Bob this. Bob knows this. I fuck and you know this yeah. too, Carlos. So yeah, that I, has nothing. They to do want with- nothing. Hold on, so hold on. therefore, I they're like, don't say this, don't say this. And here you guys are. I fucking Wait, texted no, I Bob knows this. I didn't Carlos say a damn that. thing. I didn't so, say a damn right. thing. So did you understand that at all? Someone, because I can explain it. <laughs> Someone got him a hotel room that doesn't want to be associated with him. Yeah, well, no, not that doesn't want to be like that doesn't want their name out there or anything. Mm-hmm. So they evidently they said, "Hey, I'll pay for your hotel room. Just you know, don't give me any credit. Don't leave leave me out of it. I don't want any attention for it." I guess I don't know who that person is. That has no one asked him that. He just volunteered that information. It's probably Kumia, which is what makes me start to think this is fake. Yep. And this because no one said, hey, they're not giving him shit for like, hey, who paid for your hotel room? No one was questioning him on that. And then he does this, which this really made me start to think, like, is this fake? Did Brian Johnson pay for the hotel room? <laughs> yes or no? True or false? Right, just out Brian Johnson. <laughs> and then y'all bring up the hotel burgers over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I just don't, I don't understand how one. All right, fuck other. it. No, I, I, no, I'm going to fucking tell you guys. You, you don't fucking assholes. You. I know. I, I said, I don't want to fucking talk about it. No, I crashed with my buddy because he had a place. And yes, I, so I brought my blankets in and crashed on his place. I told you fuckers. I didn't want to talk to it. I respect for I them. It was a hotel. I sent you guys both the fucking text messages of them saying, with. hey, don't say that you did. Don't say that this happened. Don't say that you crashed. Like. And here you guys are. What's with the, I fucking told you guys, don't bring it up that I crashed in their room. So, yes, those are my fucking blankets. And so, yeah, th- okay, thank you guys so for you fucking disregarding what the fuck I asked you. Nobody said anything. So you would have had the blanket if you were in Chuli's place. You would have had the blanket. Forget the hotel. Yeah, you so, brought that with you because you're going to sleep right. at Chuli's place. All right. I'm, I'll, I'll see you guys. Uh, no, but yeah, I'm. Uh, what? Right. Uh, you, th- nobody said anything about the fucking room. Thanks for having Thanks for having me, man. Good times. I didn't even forget that. What? Ray. the show. And that was it. All this because, like, this is the thing I have a hard time. No one can be that clueless or, like, out of touch that they're like, I got to fucking flip out because they asked if I have a pink blanket. It's got to be fake. I, I really think it's fake because, like, this the thing of saying, like, hey, don't involve me, that's not, like, put it this way. Um, I went to the Providence Comedy Connection recently. Well, I have a buddy that lives out that way. Stayed at his place. <laughs> now, obviously, I doxed him, so you guys can go to town and find him. Wow, uh, gay? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I just saying, like, oh, I stayed at a buddy's place is not like doxing someone when they say, "Hey, don't, I don't want to be involved. Don't mention me. Just don't say their fucking name <laughs> or where they live. That's all you got to do. You can say they." Acknowledging you have one friend is not giving away someone's identity. I, I'm, I'm with Hackrad. That made me want to throw my fucking head through a window. 
Yeah, so I think that's fake. I do right? too. Well, I don't know what that. I don't know that we don't have as many uh, chatters today because we're just on Patreon. But uh, I'd like to get the public's opinion. So leave it in the comments, folks. If you're on YouTube, uh, real or fake, you tell me. Um, because I, I don't know. I, it seems like bullshit to me on Ray's part, at least. It seems like the guys were genuinely confused. But it seems like maybe Ray is trying to follow. Keep in mind, he's like good friends with Chad, I guess, or was good friends with Chad. Principal Uncertainty says they wouldn't let Ray stay in the house they had rented and threw him out in the middle of the night. Which is fucked up on their part. Uh, Gay DeVito. That's his box eating dad. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, that's fucked up on their part. That's nothing the, the he has to protect the friend's identity because they kicked him out. I, none of it makes any sense. It was weird. Keep an eye out for that stuff, folks. <laughs> Alert me to any of it. Because it seems like there's some uh, fake nonsense going on. Yeah, I, I don't really understand it. I don't buy it. Yeah, I'm calling. I'm calling baloney. Not on the Shuli guys. I think they seem legitimately confused. But uh, I think Ray is up to some hijinks. So Hack Ride might have been onto one. This guy might be out of his fucking mind. Yeah, he's like the mud, the mud starfish or something. <laughs> sure. nothing, nothing, nothing as great. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so i don't know i didn't uh i forgot to tell everyone go to blindmike.net um i guess hack ride did in the intro i don't have to do it anymore that's true uh but go to blindmike.net folks if you want to uh support the program you can support the show for free on all platforms all audio platforms apple spotify google whatever uh all those links are there and um you can also go to the youtube the youtube has been popping lately the popping. numbers have been uh getting better so subscribe to the youtube um we appreciate it that's how it seems to be how podcasts are making money these days so uh this episode is behind the paywall for now and will be uh released free later but if you guys want to get the live streams we will go live a lot so make sure you subscribe on youtube and tap the notification bell free way to support the show if you want to uh, subscribe to the patreon that helps the show even more we are uh, just under 650. Hopefully we pass 650 by the end of the month and uh, we'll be on our way to 700 patrons, 700 gearheads as, uh, you know, brick by brick, baby. I can't say that. I need another phrase. Need a new phrase. <laughs> yeah. Um, block by block here on the Blind Mike Project. <laughs> inch by inch. Yeah. Uh, so uh, subscribe to the Patreon if you would like. And uh, what's been going on? Very good show lately. Uh, we just did an episode looking into the MK Ultra um, program from the CIA, and we're we, we we were trying to find out if it's still going on, and we think it might be. Oh, yeah, very good show's gonna be the one to crack it. Yeah, I mean, look look at Kanye. We were talking about Kanye West, and that's a good what I don't really know what I'm, I I hear it all the time, but I, I uh, you know I, I know it's uh, more or less it might like be a term I would use if I was impersonating Alex Jones, but I don't know exactly what it is. Right. The uh, like basically uh, Whitey Bulger, um, Charles Manson, they were put on LSD to see the effects and what they would do on oh, it. Oh, okay. Well, they that's what we talked about that with uh, Mort Saul on Why You Laughing. Right. Right. Uh, where they may have done that to him. Right. And we're 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 not convinced it's not still happening. Oh, I would believe that. Yeah, me I too. definitely believe that. Yeah, we we always graded between one and five tinfoil hats. I was like a five right out the gate. I was like, this thing is true, but we're just yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely. All right, that's interesting. If you're a conspiracy junkie, go over check out very good show. Go to very good show dot org. If you uh, like their free stuff, support their Patreon. 
And um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, uh, and Carl is on the latest Why You Laughing, the Simpsons episode. Um, Jerky Boys we had recently. Prank Calls is the bonus episode. And then we'll be doing uh, Richard Lewis after all of that. So um, check out the Patreon, folks. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. And we have a mean transition. Sappers clear the way. Everyone all the way. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope to hear from you soon. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? I wrote it. One of my favorite players to cover when he was here was Mike Vrabel. Tell me a Mike Vrabel story. <laughs> Piss on him. All right. Stop, my belly hurts. What's that, sir? Can you please kindly F off, please? Anyway, God bless America.